Imagine a place where you could go to escape the constant hum of modern life. A place where you could be completely free from the distraction of your mobile phone. My name is Colm Tobin. I'm not the award-winning novelist Colm Tobin, but I am a writer and journalist. Ten days ago, I travelled to a boutique digital detox centre on the remote island of Carnan in Onacon to follow the journey of a young Irish couple attempting to ditch their online life completely for seven whole days. The people I met there and the things I saw will stay with me forever. This is Surviving Ireland. Having boarded the once-weekly ferry which services Carlin and Onacon from the mainland, I meet the couple whose digital detox journey I have been assigned to follow, Holly and Declan. Are you Are you from Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. How you doing? You look just like your avatar. That's so weird. How's it form? Although we had exchanged messages online, this is my first time meeting Holly in person. This is the guy from Twitter. Have you oh, seen yeah. him? Oh, Great to meet you. How are you? Yeah. I follow you. Yeah, I follow your um, your channel as well. It's, 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 Thanks. It's, yeah. it's really it's good. You only followed me on Tuesday though. Holly is a lifestyle influencer and online opinion manipulator who lives in Dublin. So, I'm a social influencer. Um, that means that I spend most of my time online. There's very little I do that I don't um, tell people about because you know what? I have such a unique way. I think we both have such a unique way of looking at the world that we that is our kind of our vocation. The, the public, they need to know, really. It's important. Like. And this is her partner, Declan, a trainee barber at one of Dublin's hippest male grooming salons. I'm a trainee beardologist. I work in Faith Street Beard Emporium. Beard-related services, that's our thing. Trimming, styling, accessorising. Um, we also have a paleo smoothie bar there. So. Although they originally met in the real world, their ambitions, particularly Holly's, now transcend the physical realm. We grew up together in Cork, yeah, but we don't define ourselves with being from Cork or anything. I've kind of I've kind of definitely come through the trauma of coming of being from Cork. Because I have worked my way out of Cork. I have spent hours at Limerick Junction. You may not know them, but Holly and Declan are minor celebrities online and their 24-7 cross-platform personal brand certainly brings its perks. Like together we're so kind of like influential that people kind of like send us places, you know, like we've been to Burma, we've been to Thailand. But it also has its downfalls. And like many couples, Holly and Declan have recently found themselves becoming more and more dependent on their phones. Amy, I can't talk, I'm just after getting off a boat, my hands are freezing, I'm gonna drop my phone. It's for this digital detox that he signed us up for. I don't know, I wasn't really listening, but I think it's sort of like glamping. At the centre of the island lies what was once a leprosy sanctuary, a grey, imposing, damp, dark, 12-storey industrial building which will be our home for the week. On arrival, we are greeted by the woman who runs the centre. I think this is the house here. Off the boat, fair play to How are you doing, Banny Hulon? I'm Banny Hulon, you're very welcome. How's it going? Colin Tobin, how's it going? Oh, Colin, you're the you. man, we've been waiting for you, fair play to you. Oh, yeah, it's great to be here. Right, um, well, great, great. Had you far to travel today? Um, we're just coming from Dublin, actually. Oh, God. Yeah. I've never been, please God, I'll never get there. Bandy Hulon has been running day to day operations at the centre since it was established by Brother Ponzi Fantastic in the year 2005. Now, my name is Banny Hulawan and uh, I run this place for Brother Ponzi. I've been doing it for 12 years. Um, 
I basically do everything that needs to be done, the cooking and the cleaning. I, I discipline the pilgrims if that needs to be done. I, I fish, I do the whole lot now. And um, yeah, whatever he needs, you know, that's my role. I take it very seriously. Sure, Kirk Lord, that's it. Anisha uh, Xerish. One of her many responsibilities as Detox Programme Coordinator is to remove all digital devices from the pilgrims on arrival. I'm just going to take it through into our reception area and we'll take all the devices and we'll get you all checked in. For Holly, parting with her iPhone, tablet, Kindle, Fitbit, laptop and emergency backup iPhone is proving quite the challenge. You told me that there was going to be no Wi-Fi and I read on the website that there was no Wi-Fi, which is totally fine. I can totally do green texting for like... A couple of days, but I'm not doing... There's a biscuit in there. Throw them in there. I can't. I don't, I don't want to. I, I, I know you don't want to. I know. It's all for your own good now. And you're going to feel great at the end of the whole thing. She's not what you're here for. But I, I, I'm totally happy to just not use it. I, what, about, what if my grandmother rings? Stick it into rings? the tin there now. But, without, stick it into the but tin. But my... I don't... I, stick I it into the tin. You're good panicking girl. me. Good girl. I'm having atrial... The detox week was Declan's idea. I kind of signed the contracts, so I think we sort of have to do it. These are things that you need to consult me on, Declan. I told you four times. You said, yeah. Four times is not a charm. I told you four more times. Good one. In in, in it goes. Good girl. Okay. Fine. Take them. In you go. Take all of them. See if I care. I don't need them. I can do this. I can totally do this in a few days. It's all going to be totally fine. Good moment. After check-in, Holly and Declan make their way to the communal dormitory while I receive an unexpected upgrade. You just follow me, Colm. I'll take you to your room. I've got you in the nice big room facing into the garden. Oh, really? And I've left the heat on for you, Colm. OK, I thought we were... It, it was kind of a dormitory situation for me. not for the talented ones, not at all. I didn't want to bring it up now, but I have to tell you, I loved Brooklyn. Fair play to you. Oh, actually, that And they made a film of it then. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah, it was a really good movie. You must be delighted with yourself, huh? Yeah, well, it wasn't really my... We're all very proud of you down here now, anyway. And this is your room, Colm. Thanks very... Oh, God, that's really nice. So you might need to be like another novel or something, so that's... After settling into my new surroundings and with no phone to distract myself, I decide to get an early night and head to bed around half six. The next morning, we are woken at 5am to begin day one of the programme. Rise and shine, pilgrims. It's time for morning ablutions. From the sounds drifting up the stairs, it would appear that the communal facilities leave a lot to be desired. We'd like to apologise for the lack of hot water this morning, the, the boilers and the blink again. Hot with the, you know, yourself. Okay, Michael, to the boiler. After a humble breakfast of dry toast and black tea, we are greeted personally by Brother Ponzi for the very first time. Welcome, one and all, to the island. Give yourselves a round of applause for making it this far. We hope you'll find this a safe space, free from Facebook, Snapchat, Crackspace and, and the whatnot. The name Karnan Nan Nanchan, you may know, comes from the old Gaelic, meaning small feet by the high space. And I hope you find that space regardless of the size of your feet today. Immediately, I feel comfortable and at ease listening to Brother Ponzi speak, although I'm not sure I fully understand his message. A fox came upon a herd of sheep, drinking water from a mountain stream. And the fox said unto the sheep, Give me a drink from your stream, for I am thirsty. 
and if you share your water with me, I shall leave you in peace and not eat your face. An hour and a half and 13 parables later, we're all beginning to feel a little restless. What do you think so far, guys? I can't believe how boring this is. I'm losing my mind already. Like, I can't even. Like, what did people do at mass before phones? Like, do I have to listen to this? Like, Well, I guess so. I mean, there's probably not long left. And that's how we learn of the fox and the sheep and the river and, and the story of what I just said. The ethos of the programme on Carnan and Onacon places a strong emphasis on experiencing nature in its simplest form. Holly, there's a donkey over here. Take this out as a real donkey. You might have seen the real thing before, would you? Would you have donkeys now where you're from, beyond? I'm from Cork. Cork? You have donkeys in Cork, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I saw donkeys in Shrek. Actually, without their phones to distract them, Holly and Declan get to know a real human being for the first time in years and gain a powerful insight into how Ireland used to be. <laughs> Do you come from a, from a large family yourself? Oh, there's 20 of us, yeah. Really? Sure that was a small family then, really. From you know what I mean? There's 28 there over there in the Flanagans. The O'Toole's there, 27. From like one woman? Oh, yeah, and one man. And oh, Do you have like plastic surgeons aren't plastic surgeons what, I, for what you don't what like the physical toll that that sort of child bearing would have a lot now it is a lot now I only had eight myself uh, I don't know how I don't know how the women did it back then for place them but you look at they got on with it they got on with it that's what you have to do with life get on with it stop filming it but getting on with life and not filming it is easier said than done and although Banny Hulawan's cloud appreciation course seems to be making an impact on Declan... I totally forgot what it was like to look off. Holly is not so convinced. Look, can I just take one picture? You might surprise yourself now by what you get out of staring at that cloud. You'll be amazed now at the thoughts that will come into your head, original thoughts. And I could put them over a photograph and share them on the internet and then other people could be like, wow, profound. You know? I know, Holly, maybe, maybe just try for a while. Like, It's like taking a photo but without having a camera. But there's no way of like replicating it without a camera unless you're going to start like painting, which is like you so. Well. You do well to listen to your man there now, he's the hang of it. You do well to listen to him occasionally. It's like getting back to nature. It's... There's something in it, Holly. Oh, come off it, Declan. Later that afternoon, I visit Brother Ponzi in his vast private quarters on the 11th floor. Can I step to here? Yeah, go ahead. Just. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just go around the jacuzzi. So is this, this whole floor, is, is this your own? Well, for the moment, but we've plans to, uh, to embrace the community at large in a kind of a chromatic level, where uh, each can bring their own kind of uh, decusate situation to the place. And until that time arrives, it's kind of just me. The questions I had been hoping to ask Brother Ponzi about the centre fall from my mind completely and I leave his quarters some hours later filled with wonder and brandy. See that gargoyle there with the eye looking oh, down yeah. at you? Yeah, one of the lads had a deaf leopard was swinging out of that one night. Jeez, we've had great crack over the years. And there, to see the picture of that swan? Yeah. Ronan Keating did that. No way. He did, yeah. It's actually very, very good, isn't it? He's a better painter than singer, they say. With day one drawing to a close, I catch up with Holly and Declan to see how they're getting on. It's okay so far, I think. I mean, it's the first day, so it's hard to know, but... We're, um, we're giving it a go, aren't we, Holly? Yeah, 
yeah, it's actually not too bad at all. I'm I'm really proud of myself and uh, very surprised at how well I'm doing. I'm proud of you, though. I'm yeah. really proud of you. First step is to commit. Yeah. Give it a go. Give it a proper go. Yeah, I've totally, like, no problem. Just, I do it. Like, I don't have a problem. Like, I'm not addicted to my phone. Like, it's totally grand, like. The following morning, our second full day without phones, I'm getting used to my new life of penance and abstinence. After breakfast, I join Holly and Declan, who are beginning day two with a one-on-one -on -one mindfulness session with Bandy Hulawan. Let me tell you something about down here. I'd have mostly a happy head on me, a happy face. Like which happy face? So, because there's like 17 happy faces. There's like smiling with your mouth closed, smiling with your mouth open, crying, laughing, smiling with like little rosy cheeks, which is kind of blush, kind of embarrassed, but really just trying to be coy. And then there's like the smiley face, which is like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Okay, well, let's just say a happy head. Yeah? Do you know, happy. But the point is, what would you be sad for? Are you, are you in the middle of a war? Like, are you oppressed? Are you, what's happening with you? She has no phone, in fairness, so... I have no phone, so that's why I'm sad, but like... The afternoon session is led by Brother Ponzi. This time, the focus is on food and involves two key components, holly and a raw potato. OK, I want you, first of all, to acknowledge the potato. Hello, potato. Acknowledged? I, I acknowledge you. The exercise is designed to reprogram the pilgrims to appreciate food without having to photograph and share it online first. An earth tone background and take a picture of it. Okay, well that's not going to happen today. What we're going to do is just bite the potato. Okay. Off you go. Like nap. Take a big bite of it now with your teeth and your face and all the all the implements you need to bite something. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. That was brilliant. You did it. Do I have to chew it? Or do I have to spit out now? Chew away. Oh, well done. Chewing as well. Stage two, very quick. It tastes like the salmon. I agree. Now follow me. Holly is clearly making progress, but there are bigger challenges ahead on day three, as pilgrims spend a day on the working farm at Carnan and Onacon. We have two new calves here, Holly. Would you like to see them? Come on up. These were only born a couple of weeks ago. We're delighted with them. Two new calves. That's Saoirse and that's Ronan in there. Would you like to feed Saoirse? No, I've seen, I've seen pictures of cows, obviously. Um... It would be very good for you not to engage with them and actually feed them. I think you'd enjoy that. I could watch a video. After some encouragement, Holly is eventually persuaded to bottle feed Saoirse the calf. The, I feel like oh, this is... There you go. Oh! oh you've got it now. Uh, I, I don't think you're meant to touch... Oh, God. Oh, All it's... going well here, I hope. <laughs> it's, um, it's spinning. Getting uh, down and dirty. Oh, she's brilliant. She's brilliant. Okay, I did it, I did it, I did it. Please, please. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for having a phone. Would you give Ronan a few drops there now as well? If I, did, if I did a camera, I'd take a picture of you, but we don't allow them. No, um... That night, over another dinner of tea and toast, I congratulate Holly and Declan on all their hard work so far. And I ask them how they're feeling, having almost reached the halfway point of the digital detox. And how are you getting on without your phone, Holly? Like... No sweat, like it's totally grand. I just you're all thinking that I'm gonna be like rolling in a ball, but I'm totally grand. I knew I would be. It's totally fine, like it's actually 
no bother like she's doing brilliant I can't believe it actually I thought she'd be struggling I mean if anything I'm doing a bit of a heat but brilliant Hals brilliant really fantastic we're all proud of you I have to admit that although unconventional the methods employed by brother Ponzi and his team seem to be having the desired effect that night having been offline for over 72 hours I fall into a deep sleep feeling optimistic about the days ahead but all that is about to change. Okay, so we've just been walking in the middle of the night by the sounds of an alarm. It looks like there has been a phone found in the house. So I'm just making a run for it. So I'm just running down. So I'm here at the interrogation room and it looks like Holly is inside with Brother Ponzi. Let's hear what they're saying. Good golly, Miss Holly. Well, what have we to say for ourselves today? I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry, but, like, it's only a phone. It's not as if I killed someone, like... I take it uh, this is the offending article? Yeah. Oh, come on, don't touch my phone screen like that. That's a 400-euro screen. Monday the 8th. Totally fooling all these bog beasts here. Digital detox, me arse. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really hear that bog beasts. Tuesday the 9th. Do they eat anything other than tea and toast here? Come on, like, hashtag culchies. That was just a joke. I love the food here. The toast has been the best. Wednesday the 10th. Would you look at the state of Declan the Gobshite? Hashtag fat face freak. Okay. Hmm? Okay, okay. I shouldn't have had the phone. I shouldn't have posted pictures of Declan. I just... Brother Ponzi, you just don't understand what it's like. My social media presence, my brand repetition, the consistency. I will literally die if I go offline. Please, I, I'm sorry. I feel for you, but you broke the rules. You have two choices. Option one, pay the fine. How much is the fine? It's four and a half thousand euro. I'll take option two. Very well. Bally Ban! I'm here for Ponzi. Will you take Miss Holly to the mucky hole, please? Over the next three days, Holly is subjected to a form of solitary confinement that is as shocking as it is mucky and I'm beginning to see a different side to Brother Ponzi in his operation. Um, so guys, what's happening with Holly out there at the moment? Well, you can see she's enjoying herself. Isn't she, Bally Ban? Look at her splashing around there. She's her element now, in that mucky hole. In her element. As they all are. They've all been through it. Uh, we'd uh, Brendan Behan in there going back in, in Brezzy only a couple of years ago. It's not, it's not very, very cold. It would be, it would be extremely cold and wet. And dirty, but sometimes you have to go to the end of something to find the beginning. Can you elaborate on that a little? I can tell you now, Brendan Bean did his best work when he crawled out of that hole. I have Now, we couldn't read it, because it was covered in muck, but he loved it. Although disturbed by what I've just seen, I need to maintain my journalistic neutrality, so I spend the evening alone in the house, playing snooker. 
The following morning, day five of the programme, I catch up with Declan as he enjoys a spot of fishing on Loch Cairn and Anonicon. Declan, how are you? How's it going? Not too bad. Pull up a seat there. Just doing a bit of fishing. It's really peaceful out here, isn't it? God, it's gorgeous, isn't it? I'm keen to establish how Declan has been feeling since Holly's incarceration. I, I mean, I felt really bad seeing her there because I, you know, I brought us here in the first place, but... Uh, and did you know that she had the phone all along? No, like, I mean, that was total news to me. She said she was going full digital detox. Declan is clearly conflicted by feelings of guilt and betrayal, but his time away from Holly, much of it spent with Banny Hulawan, has given him time to reflect. But, like, just chatting to Banny Hulawan over the last few days, I've kind of been, I suppose, seeing another side of it. I mean, you know, in fairness, she, she broke the rules. She knew she wasn't supposed to have a phone. But she broke the rules. It was all in the contract. I, I told her eight times, like. Yeah, you did, in all fairness to you. Eight times. So I suppose now I'm just coming around to think, well, may, maybe this is what Holly needs. Maybe maybe a bit of time out in the mucky hole will be good for her. Maybe it's like sitting out here. Maybe, you know, maybe a bit of, maybe a bit of perspective is good. It is now day six, and over 48 hours have passed since Holly's incarceration. So just, just one thing I wanted to, to, to cover today. Um, is it true that because Holly's out there right now in the mucky hole, like she's actually paying for that experience? Am I right in saying that? Well, indirectly. But I mean, a lot of Americans have come over just to use the facility and paid top dollar to do so. Is that right, Ben? Well, we, we only charge the basic working hourly rate, you know. It takes a lot of maintenance, obviously, being a hole with muck in it. Um, but yet they all come over. We had your man... But not Brian Adams, um, not Ryan Adams, uh, Simon Adams was over. They had uh, the cruises. Yep. Tom, Colette. Uh, uh, Sean. Sean, Colette, and Tom. Three of them were in there. Came out different people. We've had amazing results, really. People walk out of that hole, I tell you. I wouldn't recognise them. The main thing about the hole is there's no reception down there, but geez, you get some reception when you come out. Although Brother Ponzi's words are impressive, the entire thing feels a bit... wrong. To ease my concerns, he invites me to attend Holly's final session in the Mucky Hole, which he is personally overseeing, with the assistance of Brother Michael. Have I told you the story about the fox and the sheep? Yes! The yes! Fox, 17 times no! You have to stop! The fox is not real and the sheep is not real! Sheep. Brother Ponzi, you are a charlatan and you're a dangerous, dangerous man and the reason that you live on this island is because if you came back to the mainland you'd be within the jurisdiction and they would arrest you. You have to give me back my phone, it's stealing. Do you see how eloquent you become when you have your phone removed? Brother Ponzi has a point. Standing there buried up to her waist in muck, Holly does appear more focused and spirited than before but I can't help wondering if there might be a more straightforward way of achieving this. This is not the life I was born to live. I was born to be taking pictures on Bondi Beach and putting them on the internet. Give me back my phone. I go. love it. You're hitting the peak. Michael, more mud. Michael, do not put more mud on me. More I mud, Michael. Michael, put that shovel away. Brother Ponzi, you have to oh, Watch me, me shoes. Watch the shoes, Jesus, Michael. Michael, there's watch stones in it. Michael, you hit me in the face. It's day seven of the digital detox, and my week of penance and abstinence on Carnan and Onicon is finally coming to an end. Good morning, Callum. Oh, I have your breakfast here for you now. Oh, well, geez, thanks very Full much. Full gilga. Wow, Before I go, 
I want to catch up with Holly, who, having survived her ordeal in the mucky hole, is finally reuniting with Declan. Declan, where the hell were you, like? I didn't want you to go all bare grills, but I was down in that mucky hole like it's freezing. You could have brought me socks. Holly, just... No, li- don't interrupt me. You didn't come down and see me. It was freezing. We have to get out of here. I hate this place. We need to get our phones and leave and get back online. They're weirdos, Declan. Holly, you need to shut up for five minutes and listen to me, Okay. Okay, so what, Declan? What? What, Declan? Brother Declan. Brother Declan? Yeah, Brother Declan, that's my new name. (laughs) That's hilarious, oh my god, you actually had me there for a minute. Jesus, can you imagine staying here with these nutjobs? Come on, we have to go, quick. Actually, I think he's serious, Holly. What? Declan, are you serious? Holly, I'm not going back. You're what? What are you talking about, Declan? I've been thinking it through, and I'm just wondering if I might be a lot happier without my phone, without my Kindle, without the internet, and maybe without you. You having a stroke? Although clearly taken aback by Brother Declan's revelation, Holly has already made up her mind to leave. Unwilling to endure the three-hour wait for the ferry, she takes matters into her own hands, and after stealing her iPhone back and Googling how to build a canoe, I watch as she begins the 12-mile paddle back to the mainland. I don't need you. I don't need any of you. I have an iPhone. I have an army of followers. I have traction. You can't buy that sort of stuff. I have internet. With Holly paddling away and with Brother Declan settling into his new home, it's finally my time to leave the island. Have you come for your device, have you? I have, yeah. The journalist in me wants to ask more questions of Bandy Hulawan, but the human being in me wants to get away from the island as fast as possible. Now I'm looking forward to the next book. I'd say it's half written, have you? <laughs> I do, yeah. As the ferry leaves Carnan and Anacon, I cast my gaze back on the island for one last time, and my thoughts return to Holly and Declan. Perhaps Holly represents the next frightening branch of an evolutionary tree where the lines are blurred between mankind and machine. And maybe Brother Declan is better off staying on the island, away from the internet, away from his phone, and away from Holly. And I wonder about my own role in this saga. Was it right for me to live in relative splendour, pretending to be an award-winning novelist, while Holly and Declan suffered at the hands of two clinical psychopaths? Unfortunately, the journalistic ethics of that matter are too complex to cover in a documentary of this budget. For now, I was glad to have had the experience and proud to have completed my own digital detox. For two more days, I remained offline and life was simple and carefree and silent. But before long, I was dragged back and when I eventually turned my phone on, Someone had been trying to get in touch. You have 74 new messages. Hey Colm, come here, you didn't happen to unfollow me on Twitter, did you? Do you by any chance have a Netflix password that I could borrow? Um, I'm just wondering, is there any chance that you know anything about Wi-Fi routers? Deco did all the analog stuff and there's just wires everywhere. Do you have a number for Brother Ponzi? I, I, need, I need to contact him. Um, are you dead? <laughs> or what? Colin, my iPhone has stopped working and I'm calling you from the phone box. I have to talk to Declan. 
I wasn't paying attention on the way down and I can't find the Google 